cliffcentral.com. We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hey, it's another episode of Life with Lebang. Thank you so much for being here and choosing to hang out with us today. And when I say us, I'm talking about me and these two lovely ladies that are in studio with me. And I don't even know where to start. You know, with people's energies, you can always just feel. You can always just feel what's about to happen because, like, they just come through with this, like, hey, huh, this is us. And you just can't ignore it. You can't ignore it because energies are that loud. So I'm excited today because I'm hanging out with some angels. There's angels in the house And they are chuckling right now They're like laughing so much I wish you could see their faces So the Angel Network Is in the house today And they're going to be talking to us All about the great and amazing work That they do and have been doing for so long I'm joined today by Glenn and Haley. But don't tell Haley That I said she's here Because she's not really here But she's definitely here (laughs) Welcome to the show ladies Thank you so much for being here and I'm happy to invite you to cliffcentral.com. Thank you so much for inviting us, Lebang. It's wonderful. Absolutely, to be here. absolutely. So I'm surrounded by angels. Is it a coincidence that you're both extremely beautiful? You both have the striking blonde <laughs> slash like little strikes of whatever great color Not that real is. Real blonde. It's, no, <laughs> it's bottle blonde. Bottle both blonde. Of both of you, and you're wearing the Angel Network shirt. So that's how the vibe is. Like, is that like to qualify as an angel? That's <laughs> You have to be blonde Really? Oh well Count me out Unfortunately (laughs) Thank you so much For being here man. This is is gonna be nice Um, I I just want us To have like a conversation Let's just like Chill out And most importantly Let the audience And the listeners Know about the great work That you do So Glenn I know you're the founder Helen I know you Hayley I know you've always Been around But we'll start with Glenn When did this all begin? Lebang, this all began on the 12th of November 2015. Um, it came about because there was a need by so many who had so little. Yes. And we were packing toiletries at my house. Mm. In fact, Haley will probably be able to tell you better because that's the day she joined. The day we started, mm. Haley was there. And we were just packing toiletry packs for people whose children are in state hospitals uh-huh. and they've got no way of going home. They've got no money for food or toiletries. They sit at this, their children's bedsides for two, three days. Sure. And so we were packing toiletry packs for them mm. and we started chatting and I said, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for social media being used for good. Yeah. And yeah. I think we should start a charity. There's such a need out there. There's yeah. so many charities who need assistance. And it was born. We started chatting and we, I came up with the name The Angel Net it was only months later that I realized I remembered that Oprah had had Angel Network many, many years ago. Oh, yeah. We did check it out with lawyers and we were able to use the, the name. Yeah. But it just sounded like a name because network is about everyone, for everyone. It's inclusive. Yes. And yes, angels, I mean, we all love the, 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 the idea of an angel. Mm. And so we stayed up all night. We created a Facebook page, stayed up all night inviting people to join, mm. hoping to get to a thousand members one day. Day. Mm. We got there quickly. Today, I'm very proud to say we've got over 25,000 members on wow. social media, but we've got a reach of over 250,000 worldwide. Which Look has at been, you guys. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, social amazing. media, if it's used correctly, you can touch so many lives, add so much value, and really, we just need to put more emphasis.
emphasis on that Exactly We could never have done it without social media mm. And in fact I think we're one of the few charities that runs purely on social media That was one of our unique selling points Oh that's very interesting So you guys are like you know like technologically <laughs> Ahead <laughs> of the At all <laughs> Not at all The funniest thing Is that I started a charity And I am completely Technologically challenged I started a charity Purely on social media Yeah And I'm so challenged My children laugh at me That's the funniest thing But that's what kids are for To laugh at us And to help us With things that we can't do Right So you guys have organized And provided feeding schemes Sanitation Clothing Education Supplies to school Maternity homes Crutches um, Orphanages So many different places Why did you guys decide That in the first place Social media Media is the place to, to I guess start instead of going the traditional method. Haley, <laughs> my two cents worth. Um, I think that was the whole thing. Was I saw Glenn had put up um, something on social media mm. asking for help for people to come and pack these toiletry packs, mm. and I thought, oh, that sounds so exciting. I'm going to go and help her pack. Yeah. And I loved it. And I said to her before I left, please, if you ever need any help, please call me. And mm. she said, well, how seriously? So I said, no, seriously, I'd really like to get involved. She said, okay, well, welcome to my network. <laughs> that's and, all it took. <laughs> and that's all it took. And that was the day it all started. So that is the power of social media. Mm. I saw this on Facebook mm. that she was asking people to come and help her. Wow. So, yeah, it's extremely powerful. That's so nice. And how many people have you attracted since then? Like if the organization is made up of a set number of people, how many are you guys? And, you know, where across the country do you guys? Operate So we've got branches In Johannesburg Cape Town And Durban We've also started A branch recently In Sydney Australia And in America And soon to open One in Sweden They're all being run By ex-South Africans Oh my goodness Who still have a love Of their their mother country And they want to give back and and make a difference and and remember us here and they make a big difference with their foreign currency yeah. it goes a lot further than our rand does yeah. but you know when you describe all the things we do it might sound to people like we're confused and it's not that we're confused mm. it's just that we found we evolved and we found that we didn't need to limit ourselves initially our constitution said we would help um, orphaned and vulnerable children uh, orphaned and vulnerable children between the ages of birth and 18 uh-huh. and we soon found that we could do so much more mm. for example there was a man who was badly disfigured he needed a glass eye we put it on facebook mm. and one member said i can afford x amount and the surgeon said i will take that that's all i'll charge you i'll almost do it pro bono mm. and the man got his glass eye wow. we've helped with prosthetic limbs with um, sophisticated eye gaze systems for children who needed mm. or very sophisticated hearing aids laptops motorized wheelchairs it's vast we've placed people in positions we've helped people start businesses and so we never wanted to limit ourselves yes, yes. we our members have made it so easy for us to help with help is needed. And also, isn't that the thing about help? Help is the kind of thing where if you box yourself, you can't necessarily say, oh, no, 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 we can only help here. Ultimately, if you're helping, if you can offer the solution, you're going to offer the solution. 100%. I don't think the Angel Network is confused at all. I think you guys are being exactly that. You are going across the board and just networking your angelness and helping the people that need it. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And we never thought, you know, we never never, ever thought it was going to be possible. Mm. 
Mm. And once people saw mm. what we were doing, and we, we took chances, we'll put up, well, can we do this? And can we, all right, well, let's see. Mm. Um, let's put it up and see what kind of response we got. And often we put up things and we know we're never going to get any help, and we do. Yeah. We sort of sit back and watch the magic happen, and it's quite unbelievable. Initially, when we started, and we were very new and wet behind the ears, mm. and a lot of people who are running NPOs who've had many years' experience kept saying to me, yeah. be careful, you're trying to be all things to all people. Mm. And it did concern me, but I didn't want to lose that ability to help. Our byline is helper help is needed yeah. by giving a hand up as opposed to a hand out. Yeah. And Oof. I didn't want to, as you say, put us in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it was all about hand ups mm. until COVID happened. And it's been all about handouts to prevent millions from dying of starvation. How did the COVID uh, pandemic affect you guys? I can't imagine that it was easy. I get shivers thinking about it. It affected us enormously. It changed mm. everything. Mm. I'm most grateful. It was fortuitous that we had already been operating for four and a half years so that by the time COVID hit, we had built up a network. People trusted us. Yeah. There was transparency. There was, they knew they could rely on us. Yeah. They knew that, in fact, we didn't take salaries for the first five years. We ran completely voluntarily. Sure. It's only in the last, because of COVID and how mm. everyone's circumstances have changed, mm. that we've had to take a small salary and mm. we've now got a board of directors. Ah. But prior to that, we were volunteers. Mm. And our donors knew whatever money came to us went straight to where it was meant to be. Yeah. And even now with salaries, we've kept our running costs below 3%. Mm. They are minute. Sure. They are minute. Yeah. And so COVID hit and we had everything in place. Luckily, we had suppliers mm. who could help us with food parcels. Okay. We had people who could set up soup kitchens and vegetable gardens. And then we had donors for the first time ever. We weren't begging for money. We weren't having to do fundraisers. Mm. Obviously there were no fundraisers happening. Yeah. But we weren't having to go out. Companies were approaching they us. Were Please can you. we be mm. involved? Mm. They wanted to be associated. It was it was quite shocking and amazing mm. all at the same time. We were incredibly lucky. There was a donor um, who went through the South African Jewish Board of Deputies uh-huh. Who to date has given us Close to 25 million rand My goodness He wanted to remain anonymous mm. And the brief was that it had to be used For the broader community around South Africa yeah. And only for food Sure That changed everything for us So I don't know Are you guys the angel network Or there's angels That are also angel networking Above you guys Absolutely There are real angels out there Making it possible To do what we do Making it easy for us And and they want no credit And we've got Mm. another Anonymous donor Who gives us He's probably given us Close to 4 million He's Mm. a man on his own Mm. Wants no credit And every week I send him details Of what we've done With the money And I just get a thumbs up Wow He is happy to trust us And know Mm. that the money's going So yes COVID changed Everything it became all about handouts. Uh, it was all about food. Mm. Prior to COVID, we were probably spending less than a hundred thousand rand a year on food. Mm. We've spent close to 25, 30 million on food in the sure. last two years. Mm. Mm. And and prior to COVID, we were probably bringing in about a million rand a year, maybe 1.2 million. Mm. And as I say, in the last financial year, we were able to bring in 41 million rand. That's amazing, guys. Yeah. Look at you guys, man. I'm just sitting here like inspired. By all these things that you're sharing, like, hmm. starting a part of being a part of the Angel Network. Where do I begin? Please, please become a part of us. So I know that you guys are not affiliated with any charities. Is there a reason for that? So we're not affiliated to one charity in particular. Ah, okay. We help 
probably close to 120 different charities around the country. Okay. They are who we call our beneficiaries. Yes, of course. So we are supporting. How we came about is we offered, as I say, help where help is needed to mm-hmm. other charities where they needed help. Mm-hmm. And pre-COVID, it was probably 50 charities, and now it's about 120 other NPOs that come to us when they need assistance. Yeah. So you guys are like in a family. You guys are mommy and daddy. In the family of charities, the kids come to you for guidance and for leadership and for money and help. Is that what's happening? Pretty much. They they call us. They do refer to us as mama or mommy. Oh, or, yeah, that's I nice. Think also, we've um, we have a lot of community leaders mm. that we work very very closely with, and um, it's been amazing because it's been easy for us to give. Yeah, it's been the right place and. Um, they also they they we are their their families, yeah. and they know that when they need us, we're there for them. And there've been a lot of communities in the rural areas that we've helped, mm. hundreds, yeah. and we are very excited that we're going to be doing a lot more work with them. Mm. And I want to add there that they are the real heroes. They are doing the work on the ground. They are doing the really difficult work. And these are the most, it's been for us the biggest blessing to meet the people we work with who give, it's a generosity of spirit you've never seen. They have nothing Mm. but they find a way to give to others. We've learned so much from them. Mm. And and we've met, as I say, the most phenomenal, that really has been Mm. So wonderful for us to meet these people Who've become like our family Exactly You know I I sit every week here And I conduct these interviews And I'm constantly in awe Of the same thing that I hear every week Which is that the people that have the least Are the ones on the ground Waking up early in the morning Making sure people are fed Making sure kids are going to school With not expecting anything in return It's always those that really have nothing And I guess that comes from because they know what it's like to have nothing. Exactly. So they don't want other people to suffer like that. I, f- I think that's such a superpower. We have a gentleman that we help. Um, he was homeless actually. Oh my goodness. And um, I get all emotional thinking about it. Mm. And um, yeah, he was involved with one of the community leaders and came to us. Mm. And he's now a radio DJ <gasps> on um, Amazing. I can't remember what station it is. Yeah. Um, and his life has been turned around. Oh and it's just these are the things that, you know, we look forward to every single day, mm. the lives that we can change. Exactly. And, and he always says, like, he'll go to the streets and he'll... You know, he'll take off his fancy clothes mm. and he wants people to know that even though he is where he is, he'll never forget where he where was he before started. Mm. and that he inspires them that they can be someone mm. if they really, really want to. It's, it starts and with you. Yeah, yeah, it does. And he brings himself down to a level that people can understand. And it is the most incredible thing to see. He is the most wonderful man. That's so beautiful. And we actually get more out of the giving than people get in the receiving. It, mm. it makes you so grateful for what you have mm. and I mean you can't you can't sweat the small stuff yeah yeah and and it really does but you say starting that that one person it's not difficult to start a charity it's actually very easy you know everybody says um, that famous parable the starfish one but made a difference to that starfish you know the parable uh-huh. and and that's been our guiding light I do believe everyone it's it's almost like each one reach one yeah. everybody can make a difference to one person yeah and we never ever 
In our wildest dreams, imagine that we'd have a reach of over 200,000 people worldwide, mm. or that we'd bring in millions of rand, or that we'd change lives and uplift people. We started trying to make a difference. That was all. Mm. We had no clue, but we've just let it take us where it was always meant to go. I remember meeting someone. We, we were working with her at a school, and she said to us, Guys, this is a business now. And mm. we're like, oh no, never. This is not a business. Mm. She said, you don't realize the level you are on now. Mm. It is very, very different from your little cottage industry that you started off as. Mm. And we really had no idea that this is where we were going to go. Yeah. So I want to find out what is it that made you guys, I guess, remain consistent and continue to wake up Every morning and stay true to this vision that you had, knowing that not getting paid for this, you know, we're just in your mind, you are of the you thought that I'm just doing the little that I can, not knowing that in the next couple of years, these are the amounts of people that you'll reach. So, in those early stages, what is it that kept you guys going? It's addictive. I it never ever entered our minds not to carry on. There's never been a time it was just something we did and mm. we do and we will do and I mean how lucky are we to get up every morning knowing we're going to improve lives we're going to make a difference we're going to save lives how blessed to know that I mean how can one not be happy and motivated and fulfilled knowing that's what you do every day and now we even get paid for it I mean that was yeah it it, you know we wanted to maintain the cottage industry and so we fought Long and hard not to have a board of directors Not to earn salaries Things changed We couldn't take salaries without a board mm. We need governance We need to be able to go out to big corporates eventually mm. And and try and do fundraising Get their CSR spend mm. And so we needed to have everything Exactly as it should be yeah. Not just cottage industry We volunteers We do what we do when yeah. we, But from It was it was COVID that changed it Because COVID hit mm. And suddenly we were all in separate places Obviously with lockdown I was working six. 16 hour days I would go downstairs And we work in my dining room We, we keep the costs low No yeah. running costs Yeah um, In terms of rent And that sort of thing My garage is our warehouse mm. And I would go downstairs In the morning At 8 o'clock in the morning And hardly see my family Until 11 o'clock at night Jesus It was Mind blowing mm. It was It was Chaos on a different level mm. And then in that August August 2020 Haley started coming To my house And yeah. we worked together I said once we're taking a salary We have to work Properly yeah. Full day job It yeah. has to be a job It Everything. has to be seen If yeah. you are working We can't just do this In a volunteer basis 100% Buy the book All the admin stuff sorted Blah 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 exactly. So that if ever anything comes up You can just point at But look at what we've done We right. are a right. Well put together organization exactly. Absolute transparency If anyone came at any point They'll mm. be able to see Where the money's gone Yeah And it goes to Exactly where it needs to go That's so nice to know So let's talk about This event that you guys Are planning right Because I heard through the grapevine that something is coming And um, I also know that I am planning to be there But for the listeners and the audience at home What is happening, when, why, how do we get involved? Okay, on the 27th of February, Sunday morning at 11 o'clock We will be in Orange Farm at opening Sammy D's Soup Kitchen Yay! 
Sammy D. It's actually been running for a few weeks now, but we're doing the official opening, yes. putting up the plaque, and everybody will have T-shirts with his name. Sammy D. was a wonderful young man, ex-South African, lived in Australia with his family. He died tragically at the age of 23. Oh, no. And his mother recently has been making these gorgeous dolls. Mm. Um, I think it's been therapeutic for her mm. and dressing them, crocheting, crocheting beautiful clothes for them. And a friend of mine in Melbourne, Australia, Louise Fisher, mm. saw these dolls and said to Belinda, who's making the dolls, let's sell them, $30 a doll, let's raise money and send it to South Africa. Let's open a soup kitchen in Sammy's oh, name. In his memory. Oh, that is beautiful. And they are now feeding 250 people three times a week oh. in Sammy's name. It went viral. People all over the world were buying dolls. And it's been amazing. So we, and it's going to be Belinda's 60th birthday on the 27th of February. So Aww. as a gift hmm. to Sammy, to Belinda, yeah. from Sammy for Belinda, we're going to open the kitchen in that's his name. That's so beautiful. That's lovely, guys. Big ups yourselves, man. That, that's Thank beautiful. You. Not, you. not only are, it almost seems as though like you're touching the lives like, on ground level So the kids And the families That are getting fed But then there's also The people in different spaces That want to Contribute In other ways They also can participate It's almost like A 360 thing Where nobody can't Participate and contribute Everybody has their role And their place You know Funny you mentioned that I remember In the beginning Where we were collecting money For school shoes mm. um, Someone phoned me And said to me I'm really sorry, but I can only afford 60 rand. Mm. And I said, 60 rand has changed one child's yeah, life. Yeah, bring it. You know, nothing is ever too big or too small mm. because it all adds up. And you can change one life with whatever you are giving. Mm. It's going to go to a place that is so desperately needed. Mm. And that's the whole point of the network. As you say, people can get involved in different ways. We we wanted to move away from that aspect where people got donor fatigue. Where okay. they had to go to another gala dinner and they had to make big donations. It's up on social media. You decide. Yes, I feel like donating a blanket. I'd love to sponsor a soup kitchen. I can give a pair of school shoes. Everybody gets to... And now Belinda has been able to have a soup kitchen opened in her late son's name, which exactly. is, and, and it's been wonderful for her. Mm. She's giving back. Mm. He's being remembered and honored. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's making that difference. Yeah. yeah everybody can. Everybody, everybody can. can. Yeah. There's no like limit. There's no requirement. So if I wake up one morning and I'm listening to cliffcentral.com and I'm listening to this great conversation with these two awesome angels from the angel network and I'm like, this is so interesting. I want to get involved. What is the first step? What do I do? So the first step is to go onto our website, www.theangelnetwork.co.za. They can call me on 083-777-1621 or email me, glynne, G-L-Y-N-N-E, at theangelnetwork.co.za. And currently, our big project for this year, soup kitchens, mm -hmm. vegetable gardens, Ooh. cleaning pit toilets permanently because pit toilets are a health hazard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's just degrading for people to have to live with pit toilets. Honestly. And education. We are giving hand-ups to the most incredible students in third, fourth, fifth year medicine. Mm. We are helping children at high school who've got no other way of getting through, but they are brilliant. Mm. And so those are our, our main focus. We would love people to help sponsor a soup kitchen. 
Mm. It's 1300 rand a week or 5200 rand a month. We'd love organizations to help us develop a vegetable garden, 10,000 rand to set it up yeah. in the name of the organization if they want it. Awesome. There, there's so many different ways of getting involved to clean a pit toilet mm. permanently for a year. Well, not permanently for a year mm. is 549 rand. Oh, come on. This is possible. This is absolutely possible. Right. Ladies, oh, thank you. You Ladies. have to, have to, have to join our Angel Network page mm. and group on Facebook. Mm. That way everybody will see at all times what our appeals are, what's happening, where mm. they can get involved. Mm. And, um, and Instagram. And Instagram, of course. Oh, Instagram. Nice, nice. So basically you guys are online. That's where it's at. That's where it's happening. In any questions that we've got, we can find them. Absolutely. All the answers there. Oh, this is exciting. And I just love the name, the Angel Network. It's quite straightforward. You know, we come in there, we hover from the sky, we flap our wings, we have our blonde hair blowing in the wind, and we just land on the ground. Can I tell you a very funny story very quickly? I yes. know we have to end off. A friend of mine is a director of one of the big banks in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And we'd been going for about two years. And I said to him, how do we get funding? And mm. his words were, well, who's the Angel Network. I mean, how do I go to my committee and say the Angel Network? Yeah, you know, it sounded so frivolous. Uh, and today we are the exactly, Angel Network. Exactly. Yes. Look who's laughing now. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and his bank did give us a and substantial donation. <laughs> Beautiful Ladies thank you so much For coming It was so nice to meet you Hayley You did it girl You did it Glenn thank you so much I'm so inspired By what you guys are doing And I wish More and more people Listening can get As inspired And Amen Really just Go on social media Find out more About what you do Get in touch with you If there's something That they are passionate about I hope that they can Find a link with you guys Because it really does seem like You're touching all areas And that's what we need As South Africa Thank you guys Thank you, of course. Thank you you for being here. And thank you at home for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure um, hanging out with you and chilling. And as we do this every single week here on cliffcentral.com, my name is Leban Khosana. And listen, um, the Angel Network is still in the house. I'm going to go outside and just chat with them some more, hopefully get some a little bit more insight on what they do. And I also hope that we can have like a recap conversation with them in in the next couple of months just to see how they're doing and how they've been since we last spoke, because that's what we do on this is us so so we meet again thank you so much cliffcentral.com